This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Let's move on to our second item of information. It is the Capital Program Bond and Sinking Fund update. Um, I'm sure they have a, we've got a team here. Dr. Swift. We do. Thank you, President Lazarus and trustees. We have a team that's going to be coming forward and uh, grabbing a seat. Uh, We're here tonight to share an update on our capital uh, program. As a reminder, uh, trustees, I think we all are aware, but folks in the audience, uh, both here and at home, may not remember, um, the capital program is the combination of the 2019 bond and then also our traditional sinking fund. It's those two uh, funds together really designed to improve our infrastructure across the district. I just want to open this fall update with deep gratitude to our community who stepped up in 2019 to support this bond and renew our infrastructure in the district. Uh, Trustees, this is a story of promises made, promises kept. Even despite COVID, And as you all are aware, there are some setbacks here and there, but this program is moving forward and making tremendous progress. I'm grateful to this board who had the foresight and boards, frankly, before this board who had the foresight to authorize the facility condition assessment project, which was about a three-year project that really laid out the roadmap of what every building needs. And trustees, I think some of you were here, you remember there's a book published for every single school that shows exactly what that building will need in the life cycle of renewing infrastructure. We're very grateful also um, for this community and the understanding that with our buildings at average 65 years of age, this is a generational renewal of our buildings, and it will impact children for many generations to come. Most importantly, right now at the end of September, the team was sharing with me yesterday, and I agree with them, how important it is to send a special shout-out and thank you to our students and staff, the neighbors around our schools, our community, everyone has done extra work. They may have had trucks barreling past their uh, house or drilling or other things going on, and everyone has worked together. Our teachers turned around, they're moving in and out of classrooms on very short timelines. You'll see, trustees, 35 projects on 20 campuses in 79 days. It is just an extraordinary effort, and we're so thankful to everyone that had a part of this. Now, let me just put this in the timeline. Two years ago, and that was a different group of trustees on the bond, uh, on the bond committee at that time, but two years ago now, We brought forward the phase one plan. We brought that three times following a set of community engagement and work with the bond committee. 
um, and it was approved in December of 2020. So trustees, we are now not quite two years into that phase one implementation. And phase one, as you recall, goes through 2024. Uh, so this team is here tonight to share really mainly the work from summer of 2022. This is a tale of 79 days and all the days that it took to get ready for that and to make it happen. Now, when they finish, we'll turn our attention to next steps. Uh, bond trustees, like finance trustees and the other committees, you are very faithful, uh, but we have work ahead of us this fall. Um, we will be refining phase two, uh, both with the bond committee and with the full board. And phase two begins in 2025. Folks may wonder, well, why do you have to talk about 2025 at the end of 2022? Well, that's exactly how long it takes to make sure that these projects roll out with quality and keep to our metrics of on time on-budget, student-centered, and really those four cornerstones of what we promised our community. You remember them by heart, trustees. You know that academic and teaching and learning focus, that health and safety focus for our students, that environmental sustainability, and then the fourth corner was the focus on infrastructure, the stuff that makes our schools work well, but all of it really about the learning experience of the child, how a child feels during their school day, and how our staff feels supported in their work as they live and work in our schools. So we will be busy about committee work and public engagement, and trustees will be bringing forward phase two by December. So you will be seeing that coming here in the next few weeks. While that is occurring, we are also about a community engagement process, staff engagement process on the two new campuses at Mitchell and Pathways. Trustees, you're aware that that engagement rolls out during October, and then that design will be coming to the board around the time of spring break. So we have a lot of work ahead of us. Uh, the success of this program is about all of us, uh, but it is, it is the result of the extraordinary work of the team who is seated behind us. Uh, Mr. Bernard Rice um, is leading this effort, and he will come first, Executive Director of Capital Programs, and he's going to introduce the team. Trustees, you've seen them on Zoom a lot, and tonight they decided to come see you in person, so. Good evening, everyone. Thank you, Dr. Swift. Thank you, Madam President. Thank you, Board of Trustees and the Ann Arbor community. This team is very pleased to start with a special thank you. That thank you is to Dr. Swift. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Swift, for keeping us grounded over the past several years. During this very unusual set of circumstances. We thank you. Madam President, board members, we thank you for your time, your effort, 
your sacrifices that you make. We appreciate that. Thank you very much. We'd like to send a special thank out to our team. Our team is consists of Amber Strong, Sean Smith, Jason Matheson, Jason Bing, and our partner, Gil Bing. These are all outstanding individuals. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Outstanding. They know why we're here, and they know the reason why we're here. Everyone who was mentioned today in this presentation that you're going to see has played a very important part in the bond work that we, we do. With the presentation this evening, we are very excited, excited, <laughs> as a team, to share with you and the community some of the phase one projects that we have completed. Pretty touched by all that. And the pictures that you see have been in the 79 days that we've been working. At this time, we are pleased to introduce our partners. That's Gilbane Building Group. They will be presenting the capital program update. With us tonight, we have Stephanie Corona and Kevin Stansberry. So, Dr. Swift, Madam President, and trustees, thank you very much for inviting us tonight. Uh, we'd like to extend our gratitude to our school community for supporting this work and for the board approving the work. It, it, we are seeing it's already making a measurable improvement and difference to our community and especially our students. I would like to give a special thank you to our teachers and our staff and our students, our parents and neighbors. Uh, it's, they've been flexible, they've adapted, they've been patient. The school community have been creative in how we approach the projects and uh, their continued support really helps make these projects succeed. It really is a partnership. Without their help, we couldn't have, have achieved what we needed to achieve. Also like to thank the designers and contractors who are involved in the 79 days that, uh, of the work we're doing. Over a thousand contractors were on site doing work on our behalf. We'd like to uh, acknowledge them and appreciate them. All of the work we're going to show tonight is directly in support of the facilities condition assessment that Dr. Swift spoke of earlier. And most of it is uh, directly in support of the phase one commitments we made to voters. We'd like to, you know, emphasize that it's very important to us to keep our promises. Uh, with that, jump right into the presentation. If we could see the next side, slide, please. And uh, after that, so we did a lot of work. And the direct benefit of that is to student achievement. Um, the secondary benefit is that we're tuning up the machine for the work that's going to be coming. So it's very important to us that we understand how to work with our architects and our builders and the community in, at large and getting things going. These have been a great way to start that dialogue. What we've done mostly during this summer is air conditioning and lighting projects that involves geothermal at two schools. We'll share some more details in, in further slides. But we've also done paving and rooftop solar. We've done roofing repairs. 
theater upgrades, stormwater and irrigation upgrades, building envelope improvements, that's the shell of the building, outside walls, roofs, etc., and uh, natural play area improvements. So I wanted to give a quick overview of what did occur this summer. We did over 147,000 square feet of roof replacement, another 84,000 square feet of roof coating to extend the life of our roofs. We did over $30,000 of pavement, 311,000 square feet of ceiling tile replacement, and over 30,000 lineal feet of fire suppression installed so far with more to come. We also really focused on our environmental sustainability by adding rooftop solar, 471 kilowatts actually. Um, we actually replaced 80, over 8,200 light fixtures with high efficiency LED. And we also did 237 geothermal vertical bores. That's drilling uh, bores into the earth to uh, get the benefits of the earth's natural heating and cooling. In all, that is approximately 45 miles of piping that we put into the ground just this summer alone. To start off with, the, for the air conditioning just alone, we actually started this process in 2021. We went in to 2021 with 11 buildings having AC. We added three more buildings in 2021. This fall, uh, we added uh, additional buildings, another 10. And then for 2023 and 2024, we'll be finishing out the rest of the schools with air conditioning. So when we complete in 2024, going into 2025, our phase two, we will have air conditioning at all of our, for all of our classrooms. And Ms. Corona, I just want to remind folks that was the number one request on the campaign for the bond was that climate control. So I hope you know what a big deal this is for our staff, for our students, for our parents. Now, I know you have some more clarification uh, on air conditioning to come here. I, I do, and, and I will tell you, it, it was a big difference. We felt those second and third floor buildings just be a significant difference going into spring and, and this fall. So where did we do the work? Well, we started at uh, Angel Burns Park, Carpenter, Dickon, Lakewood, Mitchell, Community Scarlet and Tappan in 2021. Some of those buildings based on pure size alone are extending into 2022. We actually have um, some of our smaller buildings, Dick and Lakewood and Mitchell, we were able to do in one summer. Then we went ahead and started with Clegg and Forsyth uh, for our, our other middle school projects um, this summer. Those will continue on until 2023, until next summer. We were able to um, turn over Eber White and Pittsfield in one summer. And then we have Wines and Ba that are waiting for uh, power upgrades from DTE. Uh, we have to get in line like everybody else. Uh, we've been in line for a while, but uh, it, it's part of the process. And just as we have supply chain issues, so does DTE.
along with our air conditioning and lighting projects. While we we're in each building, we look to make other improvements that would directly benefit the school. These included converting some underutilized spaces um, at the middle schools for 2021 Forsyth, Scarlet, and Tappan, converting them into classrooms. Uh, we've also created a collaboration space at Scarlet Middle School, which is likely to become a, a model for um, collaboration spaces in other schools. This is not something that is present in most of our schools right now. We've done entry improvements at Clegg. Storage is something that every school needs, as I'm sure you well know. We found ways to creative, creatively create storage rooms at Community High School. And Community is unusual in that its boiler room is below grade in a massive basement with really no good access to it. So while we were there upgrading the mechanical system, we provided a new way to get into the basement to do maintenance and replacement work. Other things we did while we were doing air conditioning and lighting, um, Tappan had cross-corridor doors in most of their corridors. What this does, what it did, was block off corridors and uh, create congestion. So where we went in and removed them where we could, and where we couldn't remove them, we converted them into a new style of cross-corridor doors that's generally open, and it allows free-flowing. Uh, they'll close if the fire alarm is ever activated. We also made uh, music room acoustical improvements at the middle schools. At Scarlet, we uh, took an underutilized classroom space and turned it into a student services center, which is robustly used immediately. This is something that schools are, are really yearning to have. <clears throat> we also um, included social and emotional spaces at Tappan Middle School, sorry, Scarlet, and at Tappan, a much needed secure vestibule, uh, vestibule upgrade. So a couple of the projects that we also completed, we did some theater rigging improvements. Uh, we had several assessments with uh, um, uh, two different uh, firms come in to verify that they were well beyond and there were safety issues with our rigging. So we've gone through and replaced our rigging with uh, more modern rigging. At, uh, at some of our schools, and we have more that'll happen this year, and Huron will happen next summer. Paving improvements, uh, we did some much needed paving improvements um, throughout the district. Some of you have seen some of those potholes, so we got some of those taken care of. And more importantly, really our roofing improvement projects, um, really to keep the life of the building is to make sure we have a tight uh, exterior where water infiltration uh, does not come in, and, and that's really the number one way for a building to deteriorate. So roofing has been a high priority for us. And as you see, we did several projects this summer. Some fun things were the playground projects that we did. We uh, d uh, had some improvements at Bryant, Eberwhite, and a new natural play area for the preschool. We did solar projects at several of our schools, and you'll see some of the photos coming up on those next. So other completed bond projects that we've done is uh, additional theater improvements at Pioneer High School, Scarlet exterior column repair. Uh, Scarlet was a cast-in-place concrete structure, um, and the concrete was spalling there. So we went in and assessed it and uh, corrected it. Skyline envelope improvements um, were major victory for us here. Uh, Skyline stormwater and irrigation was as well. 
These were both begun and finished this summer. At Tappan, we uh, assessed the condition of the historic masonry. I say historic, it's just, you know, it's old. It's also <laughs> historic. And um, found that it was in need of spot repair, and then we went in and, and did all of that. Okay, upcoming bond ob objectives. To round out phase one, we're going to continue air conditioning and lighting upgrades at the remaining schools. We're going to seek out additional classroom improvements that we can do while we're there. And we're going to implement infrastructure upgrades at the transportation building. That's what we have planned to round out phase one. And that concludes our presentation. I just want to say thank you. And for anybody who would like to see further updates as we do progress in the school during the school year here, you can go to a2schoolsbond.org to see any updates for the uh, program. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Ms. Corona. Thank you. Um, before you guys get away, I've got a couple of follow-ups to do. One is you two guys need to pop up there, right there, Mr. Jason Bing, I think you know him, um, and I need to correct uh, a misstatement I made earlier. Mr. Bernard Rice is the assistant superintendent of Capital Program. Forgive me. Um, and then also want to give a shout out. I know he's watching uh, from remote uh, to Emil Lautzana, who shepherded us uh, for those first uh, three or more years. And I appreciate Mr. Lautzana answering uh, the call to move over to full-time environmental and also appreciate that Mr. Bernard Rice uh, answered the call to take on this endeavor. So this is our immediate team. And then of course they ha have others that Mr. Rice mentioned as well. So thank you guys very much. Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast, featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a2schools.org. Mm -hmm.